Hey, sexy! Welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minutes. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm Andy Robinson, and together we're going to talk about minute, minute number twenty-three, 23 of the Godfather, the Godfather Part two. two. Alex, would you tell us about minute twenty-three? <laughs> um. Well, I think I um, need to know how to say it in Sicilian before I proceed. You do, Alex. Repeat after me: mm-hmm. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. <laughs> Numero. 23. 23. That's, that's easier it. to remember. It's yeah. just like two. That's like 20 plus three. That's it. You 23. got it. 23. Now they start to make sense. Now, yeah. Now it's, uh, now I'm getting it. It's starting to catch on. By the uh, way, when you opened the show and you said, hey there, sexy, it took me off guard. You thought I was talking to you? Well, I mean, you were looking at me and you looked oh. at me in the eye and you said that. And so I immediately went into instinctually into a Connie voice. Oh, By wow. the way, that was my Connie voice. Yeah, I could tell when you were like, Al, could you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First I thought it was Fredo, and then when you said Lawrence, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was... Uh, <laughs> I'm my, sexy, not like everyone says. <laughs> yeah. Michael, would you please stop talking to Mo Green like that? <laughs> well, That's uh, Connie so, in Fredo's role. Mm, do you think things would have been differently? <laughs> I think Connie's smarter than uh, oh, really? Fredo. Not like everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, minute number 23, uh, as per your request, I would have thought you had watched it, but since you haven't watched it, I guess I'll recap it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Frankie Five Angels complains to Fredo about having to wait in the metaphorical lobby, Mikey invites Johnny Ola into his office so they can talk business without Tom Hagen. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, if this were a Doctor Who episode, it would be called Frankie Five Fredos. <laughs> <laughs> um or maybe Fredo Five Frankies. So all right, well let's 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 get to we'll save Johnny Ola and the second portion and Tom Hagen. Let's talk yeah. let's open up by talking about Frankie Five Angels, of yeah, course. It's twenty seconds of the minute. It's yeah. And then it goes right into Johnny Ola. Yeah. Um so as you, you we commented last week, I think, that the subtitles are sometimes different than what mm-hmm. we hear in the movie. Are you gonna comment? The oh, wow. subtitles are different than the movie, the dialogue. Yeah, I realize we're not going to hear the book is different than the movie music anymore because we don't no, have... No, we will. In the flashback scenes. Oh, that's true. You're right. We you're will. Right. Oh, we will. make them all the more special. Uh-huh. You know what you should do? No, I'm not going to give you another music sign right as to something else you should do. What you know what you should do is take the same song but make it into like an old, like a, like a 1920s... Oh, like, yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> Then Vito hits the big time. <laughs> so in this scene, um, Fredo's Frankie Five Angels is like, well, what do I get? Get a letter of introduction, which continues from yeah. last week's episode. And then, and then Fredo says, well, what, "What? You can't get in? To see you mean Mikey? you can't get in to see Mikey?" And I always thought, well, I always heard him say, "He's got me waiting out in the lobby." Huh. But the subtitles say. He's got me waiting out in a lobby. Oh, I didn't notice that. Which is weird because uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a subtle but marked <laughs> difference. It is. Difference. You're talking the difference between a, a a definite and an indefinite subject pronoun, <laughs> right? I guess the lobby 
almost uh, it makes it sound like it's more familiar. Yeah. Like if I say the lobby, you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it's th- it's yeah. like the thing that we mm-hmm. all know. But if you say mm-hmm. a lobby, mm. it makes it sound like a like he doesn't even know where he is. He's yeah. just like a, not like I don't know, not in the living room or the or it's like which of six lobbies is he waiting in? It, it's even worse if it's a lobby because mm-hmm. even that much more yeah. distant from his chance to see Michael. <laughs> right. It's not the lobby to Mike's office. It's just a lobby somewhere. Yeah. Funny. I didn't even pick up on that. And I, like you, I always heard waiting in, in... I didn't hear the word out. I heard waiting in the lobby. Okay, well, yeah, that's what it could be. He's got me waiting. He's got me waiting out in the lobby. But either oh, without, no, without an out. He's got me waiting in the lobby. Oh, I don't know. I thought we'll it was last. Ask, we'll answer. answer. Can you just check right now and we'll I look guess at I it? could, yeah. You want to kill some time while I'm uh, sure. calling it up? Sing us a little song. Well, this is what I I'll think say. that's copyrighted. Okay. Well, while you're, well, you know what song I should sing that's not copyrighted? What? I should sing something from the Underdog Night Soldiers. That's the. Oh, there you go. Your band. That, it's the band Andrew uh, plays with. That's the, the house, the Godfather Minute house band, if you will. <laughs> and if you go on uh, Spotify or is it on Apple Music, I'm asking you questions while you're looking it up to, to start. To start. It's on everything. It's on everything. You can pretty okay. much get it wherever you, wherever you log in. So, yes, go log in, go look up Underdog Night Soldiers, and, uh, and, you'll hear all the songs uh, so right now Andrew it looks like he's looking at the script well you, you gotta do the uh, the, the call the play by play call on, on my expressions oh, okay. as an anticipation <laughs> okay go ahead His, he looks quite shocked he's looking at like he can't believe what he's hearing what are you lo- his hand is on his head in shock he's, he's, he's he appears to be sobbing into his what am I gonna do <laughs> I feel I feel like the whole time I knew this script. What does it say? It says, quote, he's got me waiting in a lobby. In a lobby. In a lobby. Huh. You're right. It's different. Wow. What so, did he come doesn't up with say that? out in. in any does case. not say out in. Okay. And I never heard the word out. Okay. Yeah. So. I just wanted to put that in there. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, I wonder if it's a, if it comes from some, what it's, it's such an odd Expression. He's got me waiting right? out. Never He's heard of waiting before. in a lobby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, has he used it before, or is this is this a uh, Sicilian maybe uh, expression? The that's insult been... is to make someone wait yes. in the lobby. <laughs> Making someone wait in the lobby. I don't know why I keep yeah. saying out in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. You got it stuck in your head like that. Yeah. Well, I like. I'm that sorry. It... You got it stuck in a head like that. <laughs> I got it stuck out in my head. <laughs> uh, I do like that it segues right from that mm-hmm. to him welcoming Johnny Ola in. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's a real contrast. It's a real contrast between <laughs> uh, between uh, you know mm-hmm. he's obviously taking care of other business. Yeah, it cuts right to it. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's got me waiting it's out. Great. Like, he's got me waiting in a lobby. <laughs> Wow, we've been saying that one for years, joking around about it. Yeah, it makes so me think funny. of the old days. Yeah, no, oh, I never <laughs> thought you'd use the right expression, Alex. Uh-huh. Seeing you reminds me of the good old days. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wrong vocabulary, right? I heard about that, huh? That ain't no punctuation ever. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's the end of Frankie Five for this minute. You got anything yeah. else you want to say about him? Uh, just to follow up, Cheech doesn't even respond to that line. I wonder if he, I wonder if Frankie uses that all the time. So Cheech is just because he laughed at the at the Ritz cracker and chopped yeah. liver joke, but he right. didn't 
dude, and he's being cool and smoking a cigarette when he says that. Well, either that or he know, or like Frankie isn't kidding. Like maybe he would have laughed, but then he would have mm. been like, hey, and then Frankie, what's so funny about that? Yeah. You know what I, mean? I love like, you. <laughs> Chicha, have you waiting in a lobby? <laughs> See how you like. <laughs> um, was any has anyone else been left in a lobby so far in GF one or two? Hmm. Well, I guess anyone who's waiting to see Vito and GF1 uh, before they can go in. Right. Like Luca Brazzi's waiting in a lobby. Well, that seemed more almost like you're you're just enjoying the party, and then when you're ready, Tom Hagen comes and says, yeah, the Don can see you now. Mm-hmm. Almost like they give you like one of those buzzers, like when you go to a, a restaurant, and then they go, it vibrates, to, so you know the yeah. Don's table is, <laughs> the table is ready. Yeah. Like a tchotchkes or Fridays. <laughs> well, it makes me wonder in GF1 when all those folks are waiting to see Vito Corleone at Connie's wedding. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is a Sicilian term, Michael. Oh, oh no, keep him in the lobby for another 20 minutes. We'll oh, get to him it's later. a Sicilian like, message. It means yeah. he waits at the lobby with the fishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, so at the end of Frankie Five Angels for now. Well, also the other thing I want to comment mm-hmm. on is that so was it a matter of Frankie goes into the house and says, I'm ready to see Michael. Mm-hmm. And then Tom says, oh, Joe, Frankie, it's so good to see you. It reminds me of the old days. Sit here. He'll be with you in a second. <laughs> he does the same chopped liver joke. <laughs> <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe Tom was the, quote, kid in the white jacket who came over and gave him oh. canopies. Does <laughs> he recognize Is that his consistent... German Irish conciliary comes over and gives me canopies. I said, Tom, this ain't canopies. It's rich crack and chop liver. <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, if Tom had given him canopies, Frankie, uh, Frenchie Five Angels would have said to him, uh, no, That's not canopies. This is, uh, this is uh, kraut sausage and, uh, and uh, <laughs> stale bread. On some Irish soda bread. Yeah. <laughs> Every every culture has its own version of working man's canopies. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the on the ethnicity of the waiters that you get. Oh, yeah. you know, some these still white guys here, it's all uh yeah. Ritz cracker and um So yeah, but the fact that he that we saw him drinking out of the hose mm-hmm. was is it the kind of thing where he goes? So he goes in. Tom says, "Oh, have a seat here. Have a canopy. You know, you know, Mike Ely right with you." And then he's sitting there watching other people go in and out. And then he got gets mad, and then he goes out and starts drinking. Like, like he, he was, "I'm going to get a drink." And then he immediately just went to the hose. Like, did mm. he leave the lobby and go right to the hose? <laughs> did he see the hose on his way out and was like, "Oh, at least I can get a drink." I think you leave. I think when you leave the lobby, you lose, lose your place in line. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't have those buzzers like they do at Fridays and Shotchkeys. Because remember, they showed Frankie like napping before. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe he was called already and he, like, you know, like they should have showed the thing vibrating on the table and he's all. Oh, he's passing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big box of Ritz crackers. Oh, that's great. Uh, yes, that is the end of Frenchie Five Angels yeah. for this. Uh, so, yeah, he was a great I, character. I, hope I you watched see him that again. probably 10 times, the, the line, which is why I'm surprised I missed that waiting in a lobby. It's such a funny delivery. <laughs> it's, he turns his head, he's pointing his hand, and his facial expression when he cuts back, yeah. he's truly insulted. <laughs> and then it cuts right to Johnny Ola not waiting in a lobby. Not waiting. It's almost, it, I was, when I was going back to watch it, I was trying to decide if. if 
it's in my memory him saying he's got me waiting down the lobby mm-hmm. is like ending on it's almost like the voiceover when they show Johnny oh. Ola coming in like it's that it's that um, oh that'd be great <laughs> oh that'd be so yeah. funny <laughs> technically technically Frankie it's not a lobby we would not <laughs> leave you waiting <laughs> it's a foyer <laughs> yeah. it'd be great if if Frankie, I think we've talked about this, but if we, if Frankie just kept using his same dialogue but all the different settings, so yeah. when he's waiting in the lobby, he's complaining to all the all the other people waiting. Yeah, and he's saying like, and this and this German Irish conciliary, he always he always saves the New York capital regimes for last. <laughs> um, uh, it's just such great delivery; you can apply it anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's a he's a classic. He's and a well, keeper. He's a keeper. Well, last thing is maybe he would... Now I know why he was drinking out of the garden hose. What? To wash the, the terrible taste of Ritz cracker and chopped oh. liver out of his mouth. <laughs> he needed it. Gene says no canopies. Give me the hose. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah, it's like that bad where you can barely... <laughs> choking on a cracker. Um... So yes, then we go to Johnny Ola. That'd be You're- creepy if we saw Johnny Ola coming in. Mm-hmm. That's what the the viewer sees, and you hear, oh, "What do I have to get an engraved invitation?" <laughs> He's coming right now. <laughs> I guess they have done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that leaps to mind is when the Turk is um, mm-hmm. is coming to the meeting. Yeah. You hear Tom uh, uh, telling yeah. the Don about the Turk while they show the Turk getting out of the car, going in the elevator. So it's yeah. a similar type yeah. of uh, similar type. I think thing. it works in that scene because they're yeah. both serious scenes and they're right. both connected. This yeah. is the, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that Coppola meant it to be really funny and not like, oh my gosh, this guy's really insulted. Or though I don't know, upon first viewing, maybe you are. Well, you had that reaction. <laughs> no, but, well, he does do the joke about the chopped liver yeah. in the camera. So I do think yeah. you're supposed. I mean, I think both things are true. You're, he, he is genuinely mad, but I think it's also <laughs> he just can't help but be. He's just one of those people who's just like funny. Yeah, where you can't even help like even when he's being serious, <laughs> it seems like he's like he's joking around. I think Coppola should have driven home the point that it was serious and yeah. that it was that he was insulted, and that's yeah. how the viewer is supposed to take it. Because after Frankie says that, yeah. waiting in a lobby, Frankie Five Angel stabs Fredo. Oh wow! Yeah, that really would have been a different. Yeah, uh, sheesh. Oh Frankie, it's so good. To, <laughs> Frankie, it's so good to see you. It reminds me of the old ah, Fredo. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Nothing that disarms someone more than telling them they look great. Yeah, that's true. That's why anyone ever tells me I look great, I, I'm, I'm ready for that shank in the back. You run for cover. <laughs> Kill me now. You got the muscle. Yeah. Oh, and Frankie is good with a knife. Is Frankie good with a knife? <laughs> no. Speaking of making an old Turk joke. Yeah, we don't we don't see uh, Frankie. Well, we do know he's good with a knife. Spoiler alert. Why? What do you mean? I oh, because he. <laughs> Uh, so, so Johnny Ola and yes. Johnny Ola. So technically, we saw him last episode as yeah. as we saw him getting off the boat. Mm-hmm. So this is not his oh, official sure. debut, but mm-hmm. this is his first uh, first time we know anything about him. Um, when so when he comes in and he meets Al, mm-hmm. I I might even submit this for an overdub alert, depending what? on what the judges say. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ola says Johnny Ola. Like he's introducing himself to Al, and then Al Neary says Al Neary, oh. 
but it sounds exactly like Robert Duvall saying Johnny Ola. Whoa! It, when, it when Johnny Ola says when, when Johnny Ola introdu- walks in and he goes Johnny Ola introduces and he's, himself, and he's himself to, to Al, Al Neary. I, I always it, to me it sounds exactly like Robert Duvall like introducing him. Oh, you know what? Let's someone. just let's call on Overdub Alert. You're gonna take it on my word that it's an overdose. You know, I, I mean, if you even, but I mean, his mouth is moving, so it's clearly supposed to be Johnny Ola. I know, and it's just like because, but also Johnny Ola's voice, he, he tends to be more down here. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Tony, what are we going to do about my crew like that? Yeah, anyway, yeah. It, do, it doesn't sound like that yeah. voice saying it. He's it's kind of like more... a Mo Green voice, doesn't he? Or old friend in, uh, <laughs> old friend in Havana. No, yeah. <laughs> a friend in Havana. <laughs> yeah, I talk. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> he sounds like the overdub of "I talked to Marzini." So That's what I was. Do you think it's Coppola doing all these overdubs? Oh my gosh, we've got to find out. <laughs> But anyway, go back and watch the minute where he said where he says Johnny Ola. It, it, I thought it was, um, I thought it was uh, Tom, Tom Hagen doing yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other where I thought you were going with that is a couple seconds later, Rocco walks in uh, with an orange. Michael turns to him and says, "Rocco," and, and then he says, "What's this?" Yeah. The "What's this?" is clearly overdubbed. <laughs> clearly overdubbed. I think that whole line might be, um, that whole segment might be. Yeah, oh, this just in, Godfather Part 2 minute listeners. That's that's a mouthful. <laughs> Alex and I had to figure this out, so we paused it, watched it, and the conclusion? Not only did we not, uh, not, only <laughs> not figure it out, in fact, we introduced more options as to who is saying Johnny Ola. Because we, you can't even see Johnny Ola's mouth moving, so now right. we're not even sure if it's him supposed to be, if it's him that's supposed to be speaking. Right. It kind of sounds like Tom Hagen, but upon first listening, it sounded like Fredo to me. Right. It could be Michael. Yeah, and and Michael then says, "Oh, you remember my, you remember Tom Hagen, right?" Which makes you yeah. think it's probably not Tom Hagen saying it. Yeah, <laughs> unless he just happens to be walking in when, like, was he saying to Michael, "Hey, do you know what you're going to say to Johnny Ola?" Right oh, when he walked yeah. in, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> or maybe looking ahead, we know at, toward the end of this minute, Michael doesn't want Tom to stay in this meeting. Tom probably knows he's on his way out. Yeah, and so he's trying to do anything he can to stay in. So as soon as the door opens, he goes, "Johnny Ola." <laughs> <laughs> To, to cause that connection. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, the mystery remains. In conclusion. You asked, we dodged it. That's right. Well, we didn't dodge it. We just, it's inconclusive. Yeah. What does it say in the we script? We gave it our due diligence. You have the script handy. What I does do it say? the script. Is the script different than the movie? <laughs> um, Johnny Ola, shaking hands with Al. Says, Johnny Ola. Johnny Ola. Um, okay, there it yeah. is. But it's overdubbed. It definitely sounds yeah. odd. I think it's Alex Rocco. Oh, it's Alex Robinson. <laughs> I think it's Alex Robinson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, ah, so that's that. So all the introductions go around. Al Neary. And Al Neary, is this... Um, uh, Al Neary hardly has any lines in the entire film. And mm-hmm. I guess one of them is Al Neary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
Oh, I guess he had more. He had more in that deleted scene where he took over the casino from Klingman. When yeah. Klingman got forced out. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um. So Johnny Ola. Yeah, let's talk about Johnny Ola. Introduction to Johnny Ola. Um, new character and new. This is the first like um, part of the new plot that's going to. Yeah. I mean, with Senator, he comes back, but he's not really as integral to the plot as. So. Yeah. And it's ominous. Jo- uh, Johnny comes in. Johnny comes in, and the light from Lake Tahoe is behind him, so he's in shadow. He can't see his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the character of um <clears throat> of Johnny Ola was based on a mobster Vincent Allo. Okay. Clever. Just spell the last uh-huh. name like backwards and that's yeah. the, <laughs> you get the name. He was um Allo, you said? Uh, Allo, A L O. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> and he was in charge of uh setting up casinos and whatnot for the legendary Jewish gangster Meyer Lansky. Hmm. Whom uh, Hyman Roth gets a lot of his attributes from mm-hmm. from Meyer Lansky. So, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if um, any of these gangsters, the ones that were still alive, recognize themselves in mm. the movie. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah. whether that would be, I mean, as we saw in The Sopranos. Speaking of speaking of Johnny Ola, mm-hmm. um, the 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 mobsters in The Sopranos loved The Godfather. Yeah. So I imagine if you were a gangster and you're like, you know, Johnny Ola, that was based on me. Mm-hmm. I could see yeah. that being a, a point of pride. Oh yeah, serious so, cred uh, there. Yeah. So um, yes, and uh, I I looked up how to pronounce his letter. Kiani Kianese factor. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't. It's know Dominic C H I A N E S E. And I looked it up, how to pronounce it. Is it, it, is it Chianese? No, it's definitely a hard K at the oh, beginning. Oh, Chianese? Chianese, I think that's mm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, actor who's been around for a long time, most famous to us from um, The Sopranos, where mm-hmm. he played Uncle Jong. Uncle yeah. Jong. <laughs> um, he was also in um, Boardwalk Empire, other another mafia-related oh, was show. He? He who, was the, who did he play in Boardwalk Empire? I don't remember. Huh. Um he was in the film Gotti, the 1996 ah. movie, not the one with John Travolta. Oh, different one. And uh, hmm. he was also in uh, Dog Day Afternoon with really? uh, with Fredo and uh, and uh, Al Pacino. Oh my gosh, that's funny. And he was also in Dot 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 and Justice for All with Al Pacino and uh, Hyman Roth. Oh, so we have we to gotta watch. We got to track yeah. down that film. We got to uh, see that one. Justice yeah. for All. Yeah. Um, that is not is not justice. That is not justice for all. Uh, Uncle June really looks like Larry David, doesn't he? Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, and like you said, he brings. Oh, also, he um, has recorded two CDs of music. Mm-hmm. And as a singer, um, yeah, as a singer. Oh, and he has like a cabaret show where he plays like ah. uh, uh, both American and Italian standards. He sings, you know, oh, wow. old songs. And uh, prior to becoming an actor, he uh, taught guitar to women who were serving uh, in prison for drug crimes. Whoa. Like he was like a like a uh, someone who would go to the prison and like like as an activity teach these women how oh to play gosh. guitar. So weird uh, wow. weird thing. Yeah. So uh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dominic Kianese. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um yeah, Michael should have had him perform at the casinos in Vegas, right? <laughs> uh, maybe you can get some of your friends, some of your drug, uh, 
your your drug felon female friends to commit to performing a few times a year here? That's how he uses it. Michael. (laughs) Anything for my godfather. (laughs) So says me. Johnny (laughs) Allah. Anything for my godfather. (laughs) Um... So, um... Anything else about uh, Mr. Chianese? I don't think I, I don't have anything else more about well, it. I got a few more things about the minute. Sure, go ahead. So, the orange, right? Mm-hmm. Orange comes from Miami, a gift. Mm-hmm. And to modern viewers, that may not seem like a big deal, but back then, it was quite a big deal. Oranges? Well, just to ship produce all over the world. Yeah. I remember our mother used to, to say a story that uh, they had a relative who lived in Florida, and when she was a kid, and they would come up and bring oranges, and it was a real special treat. That's so Because you just couldn't get them. Yeah. I no. guess nowadays when we have all the fruits and vegetables available mm-hmm. year-round, yeah. uh, it's, it's funny to think that. Yeah. Um, so you think when he was saying, what's this? He literally did not know what an orange was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. why, that's why uh, Anthony got so scared when... Uh, you put the orange when uh, Don oh. put the orange in his mouth because he's like, "What is that?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> what is that, yeah. Johnny? And so Michael says uh, he announces to everyone in the room, but really pointed to directed toward Johnny Ola. He says Tom only handles certain areas of the he won't be joining us, right? Because he only handles certain areas of the family business. What a strange. What yeah. a strange um, thing to say. Yeah, why wouldn't he just have talked about that earlier and then Tom ex- just excuses himself after the introductions? Yeah. Like, why? Unless, it, unless, unless they somehow want... It. Does Michael want Hyman Roth to know that Tom's not involved he, in the criminal? That he can't get to him? I guess so. Or well, well. Later on, Mikey explains that he did this because then he knows Tom would be the only one he could trust. I don't know why that yeah. is true. This part of Godfather Two has always confused me about like, why Tom is out. Yeah, what, what that has to do with with well, to carry over from him. the first one where even Tom didn't understand why he was out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could help. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe as the movie progresses it'll it'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's not clear now. And Tom doesn't want to be out. Yeah. Cuz even at the very end of this minute he says uh you know if there's anything I could do my and it just cuts. It's even sadder cuz <laughs> the, the minute cuts him off. <laughs> By the way when he says that it's so it's so desperate he says uh uh even the even his tone of voice it's yeah. almost whining like if you need a if you if you need anything, Michael, help me outside. Three <laughs> wine. waiting in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what goes around comes around. Frankie Five Angels is out there. He's like, ah, oh, Tom, now you know what it's like. <laughs> Not so funny now, is it? <laughs> yeah. Tom, you look great. <laughs> Tom Hagen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, well, this leads us to our product, Alex. What's I our was product? thinking about this all day. Oranges. Now, the product, this would be in the 50s, some okay. device that allows you as a conciliary who's on the way out mm-hmm. to still listen in on the conversation. Mm. Did you notice that through the glass windows, there are people having conversations and partying right yeah. next door, which surprised me. You could see right into that office. Hmm. He's, he's got nothing to hide. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, maybe that's the point. Nothing behind closed doors. Yeah, that's interesting, though. But what do you think about that as a product? Nowadays, you have all kinds of spy devices. Oh, right, yeah. Like, right. A, like a cup that you put to your ear against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> X-ray specs. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Have you ever heard that? I've, I know it's an old story about when Jerry Lewis would leave a suitcase, leave a briefcase. No. When Jerry Lewis was in a meeting, mm-hmm. he would... Um, he would say, okay, well, listen, guys, I got to go. Like, I'll, you know, I'll check in with you later or whatever. And he would leave, but he would leave his briefcase behind with a tape recorder in it. <gasps> Jerry Lewis? Jerry Lewis, so that if anyone, so he would listen, and then he would listen after he left to wait, see. Wait, wait, the, Jerry Lewis, the, the, the comedian. The comedian, right? Yeah. I was thinking of the piano player, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, <laughs> Jerry <that his> name? <laughs> different, different Jerry Lewis. Wow. So, yeah, so maybe that's what it uh, does. And that's so what, just, just. Because he's paranoid, or he wants to get an angle. Yeah, yeah. He wants to hear well, no, I think he's paranoid. He wants to know. He wanted to know who was really on his side. Oh my gosh! So, so that's a that's what Tom uh, Hagen should do. Yeah. So, but yeah, but you're right. It's in the fifties. So how? What? What could you pass off mm. as a recording device that you could easily leave somewhere that wouldn't call attention yeah, maybe, to itself? Maybe it's in the orange. Oh, I, I was like, what is this? This orange is so heavy. That's what he meant. Like, oh, wires hanging out. <laughs> the Godfather Minute 23 continues past the paywall. You've made it past the paywall. No, you haven't made it past no, the paywall. This is the, you're being stopped and asked for your papers That's to go right. through to the paywall. Only, only one way through, folks. Pay up. Go to godfatherminute.com slash support. Become a Patreon supporter. It's just a buck a show. And that'll give you access not only to the rest of this episode, but our entire back catalog. You're talking about hundreds of hours of listening. Yeah, yeah. And do you know how many Frankie Five Angels impressions they'll hear in all of that combined? No! No!